0: What is going on, my fitness coaches? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches, and I'm the number one business coach for online coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. Every single week, I drop five new episodes around attracting new clients, converting new clients, and delivering an amazing service for your online coaching business. We have almost a 1,000 episodes for you to scroll through and get value from in these episodes are absolutely timeless. So sit back, relax, and let's get into today's episode. What is going on online fitness coaches welcome to another episode of the change lives make money on trainer podcast the number one show for online fitness coaches Guys today we're gonna to be talking about leaning in when everybody else is leaning out And cole and I decided that we were gonna have this conversation with you guys because let's be fucking honest We're heading into a recession.
1: Yeah, honestly, and guys like i'll keep it fucking real with you Like I don't even know what the fuck that means. I'm not talking about how I don't understand what the word recession means I'm talking about like I don't know what that's going to look like over the next couple years But I think it's just ignorant as business owners, as leaders, not to have a conversation on it and also not to tell you our experience dealing with these situations in the past. Mm. When I think about the word recession, I
0: actually it doesn't register in my brain either, Mm. because like recession for me is like inflation for me is like gas prices like for me is like the economy is not working for me. All of these things that people say, all of these limitations that people place on us, all of these ideas about why people can't be successful are exactly why 95% of people never take action on their goals. It's because it's the recession. It's because it's the pandemic. It's because I lost my job. It's because of the inflation. It's because of the gas price. It's because of it. All of these reasons are just justifications that frankly keep people from pursuing their
1: goals. Dude, 100%. I'm actually going to pivot real hard for a second. It's actually one of the reasons why I'm so fucking happy that it's September because... I'm a killer of excuses. It's what I do. And the fact that it's September means kids go back to school, meaning a lot of you lazy fucking parents just lost your excuse for not working on your goals. But that's besides the point. I just wanted to touch on that because Brian talked about excuses and utilizing outside things as an excuse for why you didn't move forward. So right now, all right at the beginning of this podcast, I want you guys to think about why you haven't started on your goals yet. All right. Or what you're blaming as the fact of why you haven't been able to grow yet. Again, because like that gas prices thing. We hear all the time, but I feel like it doesn't resonate with us because we've been fortunate enough in the past to put fucking work in to set ourselves up for the future. Mm. All right. So like there's going to be individuals who listen to this and I understand that we're all in different walks of life. And I get that some of you guys might not be as far off as Brian and myself, but I just want to have a conversation today and talk to you guys about stepping into your power During this time, because it's the most important time for you to
0: do that. I think the reason that a lot of them struggle, a lot of individuals struggle with, you know, taking action, pursuing their goals and going all in on their online coaching business, going all in on their fitness goals and going all in, like building themselves up is because a lot of people just haven't dealt with adversity in their life. Right. Straight up. And so the smallest smidge of adversity comes, whether that be, you know, it's the recession, inflation, gas prices, and you guys crumble. Whereas like for me, like, I think the reason that things like this don't bother me, like when we're heading into a recession, all these things, the reason that these things don't bother me is because I've actually dealt with real adversity. And when I mean real adversity, I mean, like, I've dealt with like withdrawals from like hard drugs over an extended period of time. And then I managed to like build myself back from that. And like, I was the one that was like going for runs every single day, like in the dark room by myself when nobody else was watching because I wanted to build my life back. And I was the one that was like leaning in and trying to work on myself and trying to work on my goals while everybody else was chilling, leaning out and partying and drinking and like smoking weed and all that stuff. So for me, like I've always viewed adversity as something to lean into. I've always viewed adversity as something to like challenge myself at. And I've always viewed adversity as like something I want to move towards, not move away from. Well, I think I want to touch on that for
1: a second as well, because I don't even think it's that. I think it's even more simple than that, for lack of a better term, because Brian just said, I feel like a lot of you guys. A struggling because you haven't dealt with adversity. And I actually want to argue that for a minute because there's even some of you that have dealt with adversity that still don't know how to take control of your fucking life because you won't take responsibility for your fucking actions. Like there's individuals that are from the same walk of life as us. They've dealt with addiction, individuals that used to party with us that we know personally that are basically just still playing the fucking poor me game. We had a realization that it was like, everything is on us no matter what, regardless of what the fuck is going on in the world. Because I feel like it's very easy to blame inflation and gas prices and the recession and all these crazy things happening in the industry, in the world, as why you have been able to be successful. But once you just look internally, you realize you have the power to do everything. And like Pedro's even said at his event, he's like, I don't worry about the economy because I control my economy. I'm going to make money regardless of what the fuck is going on because I take responsibility for everything happening in my life.
0: Some people are going to listen to this and be like, that's easier for you guys to say like you have the money. It's easier for you to say you have the money. It's easier for you to say like you built the following. It's easy for you to say you're already there. My invitation for you is to like go a layer deeper than that. Like I want to take you guys back to when I didn't have the money yeah. back to when the only thing that I had was my skill sets and my resourcefulness back to when I was working in Bali. I had literally like $500 in my bank account. I was in a third world country. This was back in 2014. I was in a third world country, $500 in my bank account. And if I didn't make money on that trip, I was going to stay stuck in the third world. And so I was forced to look inside for the answers. I was forced to look at myself for the answers. I was forced to look internally to figure out how I was going to become resourceful and what I could do like with my skill sets in order for me to make more money. A lot of people, you like when they're at adversity, like when they're in adversity, when they're struggling with adversity, when like their back is against the wall, instead of looking internally, they look externally for somebody to point the finger at. Yes. Like, oh, it's your fault. You know, it's like, it's the inflation, it's the gas prices. That's why I can't be successful. And every single time that you do that, every single time that you point the finger at something else other than yourself, you're absolving yourself of your power and you're robbing yourself of your creative energy because. You can't find solutions to problems
1: that you don't think that you can find solutions to do to 100%. And I'm like, the reason why I wanted to have this conversation today and the reason why I wanted to like, basically just bring this to light is because I feel like there's a lot of individuals listening to this right now, whether you're live, whether you're on the podcast, whether you're on the audio only replay, whether you're fucking jacks listening to us right now, you need to understand that you are more powerful than you think you are. You just are. All right, Brian just told you a story about like literally being a volley and understanding that if he didn't make money, he wouldn't be able to make it home. I can tell you about ironworking. All right, when I was an iron worker, guys, when I started to make my transition into becoming a personal trainer, even when I hired Brian to be my fitness coach, I didn't have money. I was fifteen thousand dollars in debt. I'm talking about actual zero. I would get paid five grand for my job and it would say negative thousand dollars because my overdraft was always three grand in the hole. Always. I took out a loan, dropped it all on drugs and drinking because I originally took it out to buy a car, but I'm a good salesperson and I went with my brother. We talked them down to like $2,000 for the vehicle. So I just had a bunch of cash, dropped it on drugs and drinking. I was literally 15 grand in the fucking hole, always in the negative. But when I hired B, I just figured it out. I just started selling things in my fucking house to make it happen. And then as I started to transition to becoming an entrepreneur, I slowly just started to make things fucking happen. I stopped looking externally. And I feel like this is something that a lot of you guys don't understand how to do because it's easier to blame. And that's what it is. Let's be, keep it frank. It's easier to blame. But I don't look at the gas prices because guess what? I got to fill my fucking car with gas regardless of what the fucking cost is. So what the hell is the point of complaining it, right? I got to do it. Yeah, I got to get to the store.
0: I'm jumping in. I'm jumping in. Here's why. Here's why people complain. Because when gas prices increase but the amount of money that you make doesn't, you're going to fucking complain. Always. And the reason that gas prices are increasing and the amount of money that you're making isn't increasing is because you haven't developed the skill sets that are worthy of being paid more. So you're still the same motherfucker that you were last year, that you were the year before, and the year before after that. And as a result of being the same motherfucker that you were last year and the year before, and the year before that... You haven't made any more money, Mm -hmm. but everything else is getting expensive. Everything else is growing in price. Everything else is growing. Like all the the world is like, we're going to start charging more, but you haven't demanded more of yourself yet. There we go. You haven't looked inside of yourself and been like, okay, I must rise up. Gas prices are increasing. I need to increase in value. Yeah, there we go. I need to increase in value. How can I add more value to myself? How can I level myself the fuck up? What sort of personal development do I need to do so that I can become a better business leader, so that I become a better business owner, so that I can become better at marketing, better at sales, better at delivery, better, better, at anything. better at anything. And this advice does not just apply to those people who are online trainers, fitness coaches, et cetera. If you're listening to this and you have a career and you're like, oh, gas prices are increasing. This is bullshit. It's like, Okay, what can you do in your fucking career to level yourself up to make yourself worth more money so that you get paid more money so that you don't have to worry
1: about the gas prices? That's it right there, all right? Instead of spending your extra time complaining about things that you can't control, spend it working on yourself so you can control the outcome. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. You guys will sit at your regular job and complain about gas prices and complain about inflation and complain about grocery prices. And don't get me wrong, I get it, all right? It sucks paying for gas that literally is ridiculously expensive, okay? It sucks spending five, six, seven more dollars on a certain fucking grocery that was cheaper before. Okay, I get it. But I'm just not gonna complain about it because other things to spend my fucking time on. You know what I do? I spend more time working on myself, developing skills, becoming a better individual, business owner, leader, entrepreneur so i can make more money so i stop thinking about that shit Mm. i don't know that's just my mindset no all right i literally don't understand why you guys would choose to spend your free time bitching about shit that you can't control rather than just improving so you can control the fucking outcome. i know why that's it. Because you get validation for it. Oh, everybody's patting you on the back. Because your yeah. fucking
0: friends also yeah. are bitching.
1: The gas is so fucking bad. Guys. Everybody's
0: bit. You go online and you see fucking people. There's like <laughs> comment threads. There's like rant and raves where everybody just complains to each other about the situations that we're in. The Facebook groups, rant and raves. It's all actually rant, I know. They're actual yeah. rant and raves. It's like, let's just go in this fucking group and let's all fucking complain. And it's all bitch. That we don't have any fucking control <laughs> over because that's going to make me feel a little bit better about my situation. Yeah. But the sad part about that reality is that every time you complain about it, you're creating it. That's number one. Yes. You're just literally fucking creating more scarcity because you're bitching about scarcity. You're going to get more of it back. That's the first sad part about that reality. The second sad part about that reality is that, like, you're just complaining about something that's, like, existing inside of you. And that thing is not going to get fixed by you talking about it. Like, you feel this unease. With the rising gas prices because inside your brain knows like, yo, I'm not going to be able to keep up with this fucking lifestyle that I have with the rising gas prices with the amount that I'm currently making. The inside of your fucking brain knows that. The inside of your fucking body knows that. Your soul, your intuition fucking knows that you won't be able to keep up with the rising economy with the level of yourself that you're at right now. You know that. And so that's why talking about it, complaining about it makes you feel better temporarily but it doesn't solve
1: the fucking problem. So what do you do? You take fucking action, guys. All right, you stop complaining. We know that the recession is coming. It's already hit places. Inflation is here. Gas prices have risen, and they're most likely going to rise more. The expenses of living are extremely fucking high, but let's be real. You can't control it. You can't do anything about it. So let's stop bitching and let's take action. All right, let's look at the non-entrepreneur for a second, like Brian talked about. What I want you to do is I want you to sit down and ask yourself, how can you improve and become more of an asset to the company you fucking work for? Mm -hmm. Let's be real. You want to make more money, go look in the fucking mirror. Have you been showing up late? Have you been putting your all in? Have you been going above and beyond? Have you been staying late, putting extra work in? Do your employers see you as an asset or a fucking liability? Because if you want to make more money and not be hit by what is about to happen, you need to become an asset. You need to work your ass off to make more money so you can prepare for what the fuck is actually happening in this world. It's real, it's not fake, it's here. All right. If you flip it and you're an entrepreneur, what should they do, B? So if you're an entrepreneur, like this is
0: where you need to lean in. Yes. Like everybody else is leaning. Guys, when pandemic hit, right? Pandemic hit, everybody crashed, everybody freaked out. Cole and I bought a gym because mm-hmm. everybody was freaking out and everybody was running away. We ran in. Yes. We were like, let's go into a gym. Like the gym was like frantically selling. And we're like, okay, like we'll take that. Yeah. Because we knew that at the end of the day, like one day, this pandemic's going to end, that it's going to be over. And then when it does end, we're going to have a fucking gym. That's going like to be awesome. Well, like we knew that that would be a reality. Dream check. And it's a funny thing because when you start leaning in, When everybody else is leaning out, you're gonna get criticism from everybody. Everyone. Everybody. Every single person that I told that I bought a gym, they're like, You're an idiot. Dude, that was everyone on social media. Can't wait for you to get shut down. Like everybody was razzing us, and I'm like, You are like living in this like small, narrow minded like version of your own reality and projecting it on other people. Yeah. So like our thing is like you need to like lean in, like you need to go into whatever it is for me, it's like not only did we invest in the gym. We also invested a hundred grand USD in Pedros. Yeah. Like how can we give more? How can we invest more? How can we double down? Because if like, if we can teach ourselves to double down and like weather the storm and like become fucking the person that like rises through adversity, then we can educate and coach other people how to do that. And if we can educate and coach other people how to do that, that's a
1: skill set worth money. hundred percent guys, let's rewind even further. Let's break it down. Like let's really talk about leaning in. Right When we first started business coaching, when PT Domination became a thing, we had a program that was what? 5K. Yeah. Right? 5K. And it was only 12 weeks long. Mm -hmm. And that was the base. That's what we taught. It was a mastermind. And we had a decent amount of students, but not like the level that we have now. And everything changed. When COVID hit, we needed to make a pivot. All right? It hit hard. And a lot of trainers started getting fired. And a lot of people started losing their jobs. And everybody went into panic mode, like we just talked about. They started leaning out because they were fucking terrified, which... Makes sense. It was literally something that nobody had ever seen before. It was pretty fucking terrifying. A lot of people lost a lot to do with their lives, but we assessed the situation. We sat down and we're like, okay, well, when we were personal trainers, we didn't have a lot of money. All mm-hmm. right. All these people just lost their jobs. So what are we going to do? Are we just going to discount our services and fucking run around and babyfoot around this bullshit? Or are we going to take action and lean the fuck in? So we built out the 10K Academy, now the Change Lives Academy, made it the cheapest and also most fucking valuable business coaching program on the market, and we scooped up everyone. And now we have the biggest and best business coaching program out there, period, for personal trainers, all right? We just leaned the fuck in because we saw an opportunity. We saw what could happen. Was it a little bit intimidating? I could say yes, but honestly, no not for us. All right? Other people thought it was weird. Other people thought it was too cheap. Other people thought it wouldn't work. But again, we lean the fuck in when other people lean out because we know what's possible. Yep. We control our economy. One of my favorite sayings of all time is
0: the seed of adversity brings the seed of equal or adversity brings the seed of equal or greater opportunity. Mm. So every adversity that you through, go through brings a seed of equal or greater opportunity. So every single person that like goes through adversity, when we're all going through these like hard times, the like recession that's coming, et cetera, every single person views the adversity as such a bad thing. For me, I'm like, I view the depth of the adversity as the depth of the opportunity. So like Cole said, like when we did start the Change Jobs Academy, like we took a big income hit for a couple months because yeah. we went from selling a $5,000 program to a $400 a month program. Like it was a big drop. For two months. And then after the two months, it started to pick up. Started to stack. And then it started to go from 100K a month to 200K a month to 400K a month. $750,000 a month. Yep. And it's all because we were willing to lean in when everyone else was leaning out. We were willing to invest more money in mentors when everybody else was freaking out. We were willing to spend more money on ads when everybody else was freaking out. We were willing to go live more consistently when everybody else was in (laughs) panic mode. Yo, honestly, can I tell you one of my biggest regrets? Yeah. So who he remembers when Donald Trump almost banned TikTok? Okay, so I was in mad TikTok momentum before that. I was like crushing it, three posts a day, et cetera. And I remember back in that moment when Donald Trump was about to ban TikTok, I actually stopped posting. I don't know if I ever told him I didn't tell me that. Uh, so I had my approach to the CEO account. I was in crazy momentum. It was like growing by like tens of thousands of followers. And then when Donald Trump almost banned TikTok, I stopped posting. And I stopped posting for like, three, four, five, six, seven months. And one of my biggest regrets in life is like, man, I should have just kept fucking posting on that TikTok account because I lost momentum. And then I had to gain it back. And by the time I had to gain it back, I'm like, it had already matured by six months. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I wish I would have just like stayed strong in that adversity. But instead I saw that adversity. I'm like, oh, he's gonna ban it. And then I got fearful like everybody else does. Yeah. I got fearful, right? And that's what everybody else is doing right now. Everybody's afraid. What's going to happen? You know, what's going to happen in the next three years? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? All these people are spending all this fucking time thinking about situations that aren't even real yet. And as a result of having all this fear inside of their minds, they're not taking action towards the things that we want.
1: Yeah. I feel like that's something I want to touch on for a minute. And I want to like expand on it for you guys, because we're not sitting here talking to you about how we're better than you in every way. We are bringing up situations to enlighten you to what the fuck is in front of your goddamn face, all right? We regret things in the past that we leaned out on, all right? We've gone through adversity and got shit kicked before, okay? We've been there. But we need to bring this up to you guys because I know for a fucking fact that a lot of you guys are choosing to lean out right now. A lot of you guys are slowly backing out the door, You're already planning ahead to something that hasn't fucking happened that is scaring the fuck out of you instead of going all in. And this podcast is the reminder, the kick in the ass to run full fucking force forward. Because everybody else is about to lean out. You need to lean in. You need to dive into this shit. Because I see way too many people bitch out based off of what you just said. Situations that haven't even happened.
0: Just wanted to take a quick minute to say I want to change your life.
1: Like, let's talk about the housing market for a second. Because again, prices are skyrocketing. That's a fact, all right? It's legit ridiculous how expensive houses are in Kelowna right now. But you have a choice. Either pay it and live here or fucking don't. And I know a lot of people that are looking in the housing market in Kelowna and they're like, I don't know, I just really don't want to buy. I really want to live here. They've been thinking about it over and over and over. But they're like, I think the housing market's going to drop in like two years. I'm going to lose a bunch of money. And I don't know what what I should do. You know what you should do? Fucking buy and live in the place you want to fucking live. Who cares if something happens maybe three years from now? You guys are thinking about made-up scenarios that aren't even a fucking thing. And then based off of those made-up scenarios, you're making choices that are going to affect the rest of your life in a negative fucking way. You are choosing the shitty life that you are making for yourself. you got to take action on this shit. All right, lean into the things that you want to fucking do that you know in your heart and in your gut, you actually want because a lot of you guys allow the internet to influence how you move and you go against your fucking gut. I feel like one of the main reasons why we are successful is because we block out what the fucking internet says and we listen to our fucking gut. Oh, I like that you
0: said a lot of you guys listen. What did you say? A lot of you guys listen to what the internet says and you allow it to dictate what you do.
1: A lot of you guys listen to what the internet says and you allow it to stop you from listening to your gut. Dude, that's it right there. That's like, that is the fucking thing.
0: I want to say something for a second, okay? We're all talking about like recession and we're talking about how like the economy, we're talking about gas prices. We're talking about all the reasons that you are not leaning in towards growing an online coaching business, becoming more successful, making more money. We're talking about all the justifications that you are using to keep yourself from your goals. Here's what you guys understand. You guys think that like every fucking person in the entire world is not making money right now? Yeah. Think about that for a second. Yeah. So we're always talking about the recession. And that's what the general consciousness is on is that like everybody's think mass consciousness is thinking about the recession. By the way, can we talk about how stupid mass consciousness actually is? We're so stupid that every single one of us, all of us humans, are a mask. That has been proven not to stop the spread of infection. That's how stupid we are. We all did. We all did. All of us follow the rules. Not only that, let's talk about how stupid mass consciousness is. Mass consciousness is so stupid that like 700 years ago, everybody was convinced that the world was flat. Everybody, all of us, every single person on the planet. And so like, I think it's really fucking important to stop listening to the fucking noise. Stop listening to what everybody is fucking saying to you. Stop listening to what your fucking mom thinks. Stop listening to what your neighbor thinks. Stop listening to what somebody on social fucking media that has no idea who you are thinks and understand that people have money. This is an economy where like it keeps fucking moving. And even when it's slow, you bought some shit today. I fucking know you did. I know you bought something today. And if you bought something today, if you're spending your fucking money, then that means other people are also spending their money. And you know who other people are gonna spend their money on? They're gonna spend them, their money on the motherfuckers that are in their face. The leaders, bro. Straight the up.
1: who step the fuck up and lean in. Guys, all right, during the pandemic when everybody lost their fucking jobs, online shopping was at an all-time high. Dude, Amazon, I think it like quadrupled in stock price. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what the numbers fuck are, up. so I'm not gonna try to break them down for you guys. Go fucking Google it, it's there. But online shopping, was the highest and most profitable it had ever been during the pandemic when people lost their jobs. So all of you who leaned out, quit your fucking dreams, stopped building your business, stopped doing the things that you actually loved due to, again, the mass consciousness, what everybody said was going to happen, literally just shot yourself in the fucking foot and chose to give up on your fucking dreams and will live the rest of your life filled with fucking regret unless you take action now. Here's the thing. Okay. I want to talk to the person that's sitting, listening to this
0: right now, because the people that listen to these podcasts are people that have a desire to do more in their life. Otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. No. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, you have a strong desire to grow in your life. You know, there's a calling inside of you that's calling out for more, but you're also at the same time, you've got these thoughts inside of your mind that are holding you back from being successful. And all of these thoughts are all of the fears that you have around going all in. It's not going to work. Nobody's going to buy right now. Nobody has the money right now. And like, And I think a lens that we always view the world through is that like, I'm broke, so everybody else must be broke. We start thinking through these fucking lenses. We start overgeneralizing. If it must be true for me, then it must be true for everybody. That's not the reality. The reality is that I'm saying this with love because there's somebody in the audience that needs to hear this right now. If you have a desire for more, but your mindset is holding you back, you need to understand that everything that is in your head right now is fucking wrong. It's wrong. I hope this triggers you in a good way. I hope this triggers you negatively so you get mad and then in a good way that you actually change. Your perception of the world is wrong. People are making money right now. We just had three online coaches in our program cross $10,000 a month this month. We
1: had eight last month too.
0: There's one girl in our Million Dollar Mastermind right now. Her name is Caitlin Wilson. She made $65,000 this month. It was a record-breaking month. She serves women who are looking to lose weight. A lot of her clients are moms. And again, we're talking about the recession. We're talking about people not having money. We're talking about the rise in gas prices. In the middle of this economy right now, there are
1: entrepreneurs
0: right now that are making a lot of money and you could be making it too
1: if you got out of your own fucking way. I said this last time on the podcast. I'm going to say it again because I feel like this quote is relevant. There are people less talented, less skilled, and less knowledgeable than you making more money than you are because they're working while you're fucking thinking. Let's break it down again. All right. Brian just talked about three coaches that hit 10K this month. We had eight coaches break 10K last month in our program. On top of that, we have seven coaches that are making $100,000 a month organically, all right, monthly, guys. On top of that, we have multiple over $50,000 a month, $60,000 a month, $70,000 a month, and we've had a total of 250 coaches break 10K. The money's out there, all right? All right. You just need to understand that and stop spewing the same bullshit story you have been consistently. It's time to lean in, all right? And again, if you don't know how to do that, look for somebody to help you. Mentors, coaches, leaders, guides. Again, we are doing very well. We are seeing success in the things that we would like to grow. However, we wanna take more. We wanna grow more. We want more success. We want more money. We want more impact. I'll keep it fucking real. Me and Brian are hungry for the fucking next level. So what did we do? We found a fucking king in the industry, Bedros, and we paid him $100,000 USD. Not over a payment plan either, in full. Why? Because this motherfucker is gonna teach us what we need to reach the next level. We found someone that can help us lean in faster, lean in harder. Fuck leaning out. We ain't about that shit. We want growth. We want the next level. Because again, there's money out there and people are willing to spend it and they're gonna spend it on the individuals that are in their face every day. The individuals that they see leaning in. Why? Because people are inspired by individuals that push forward, all right? They're not inspired by the people who sit on the fucking couch and complain and bitch like them, all right? The average man inspires no one. You need to understand that. There's a quote that I heard from Bedros that I think is very relevant. If you wanna make money, all right, if you wanna grow, You got to lean the fuck in right now. I have a quote that I heard from
0: Bedros that hits really hard. Actually, I heard it from Wes Watson. He said, in life, there are winners and there are losers. He's like, and I'm a fucking winner. You got to make the decision what you're going to be. And that's the fucking reality of the situation. That's a big reason, like, by the way, that I dislike the way that people are being brought up now. Yeah. Because it's like, I think that the way that this generation is being brought up right now is they're like awarding participation trophies for everybody for just showing up. And they're not giving fucking the people that deserve recognition, recognition for their work ethic, for their tenacity, for their grit, for their willingness to fucking go above and beyond. In life, in entrepreneurship, in capitalism, which we live in a capitalist society. Let's not get this twisted. You're a business owner. It's a capital. Like that's what you are. And if you're not playing the capitalist game, you're working for somebody else. Straight up. This is a capitalist game. You're winning or you're losing. And that's the reality of the situation, whether or not you want to admit that to yourself. And so if you're not where you want to be in life right now, if you're not making the type of money that you want to make, if you're not making the type of impact that you want to make, if you're not like reaching people like you want to reach online, you have to understand that it is all on you. Yes. There's a winner and there's a loser. And you got to decide what you're going to be with your life. And like this isn't about me and it's not about you. I don't give a fuck, honestly. I really don't because I made the decision that I'm going to be a winner. And so the decision that you make does not impact me positively or negatively. This is about you and the person that you see in the mirror when you look back at yourself. Mm -hmm. Because when I look in the mirror, I look back at myself and I see somebody who's resilient. I see somebody who goes all in. I see somebody that does whatever it takes. I also see somebody who's raising a daughter who's 14 years old, who's going to the gym three to five times a week. I also see somebody who's raising a daughter that's 14 years old, that gets straight A's in all of her classes because of the example that I, as her father, am setting for her. Like, let's be fucking real for a second. In life, there are winners and losers and how you show up not only impacts yourself and your fucking, and your own personal development, your own personal life, it impacts everybody around you. How you make the decision show up impacts your fucking significant other. Mm. And so if you're showing up as this like weak, low vibration complaining about shit every single day fucking person you're showing up for your significant other as a weak low vibration individual and you're giving them that energy somebody that you love somebody that you care about you're showing up with weak negative pessimistic energy every single day and you got to be so disgusted with yourself that you make a fucking decision to do something different right not only that but when you show up with like weak negative pessimistic low vibration energy You're also teaching your kids that. So for those of you that are mothers, for those of you that are fathers, for those of you that like are leading other fucking kids that are leading individuals, they're looking to you for the example. And so you show up complaining about the economy. Your kids, you're programming them. Oh, mommy says the economy sucks. So the economy must suck. And I must not be worthy of making money because mommy doesn't see the worth in herself. And so she tells me every single day that we don't have the money. She tells me every single day that we can't afford it. She tells me every single day that it's hard. And so it must be fucking hard. And then your kids are going to grow up with that belief and they're going to create the same reality that you have right now, unless you fucking do something about it.
1: Yo, I fucking love it, dude. We're going all in now, taking the cap right off. I was going to say, B was keeping it a little bit chill with you because the Wes Lawson quote is a little bit different. It's actually, there's winners and losers in this world. All right, and I'm gonna be a fucking winner. So you can be a fucking loser all you want because I'll be over here winning. All right, have fun over there. That's why I laughed about it when I broke it down. But yo, like let's keep it real. That shit, like what Brian just said to me is why I'm grinding so hard right now. It's actually kind of hard for me to to speak about it because I usually get a little bit emotional. But I'm gonna have a kid in like literally two months. Weird. All right, like I'm having a son in two months. And whenever I talk about having a son, like I am brutally brutally honest with like the way that I'm going to be showing up for this kid. And again, like then you got all the parents who are like, oh yeah, good luck. Show me when it actually happens and all this other stuff. And my only answer to them is like, buckle up and get ready because I'm going to show you what it's like to be a fucking father who leads by example. And I'm going to make a lot of fucking parents feel like shit, like not even personally, not even having personal conversations with them, just being honest. Because if you think that I'm going to lead by a shitty example for that child, you are fucking baked. That stuff literally pisses me off more than anything else in this world. Brian said it a little bit nicely. I'm gonna fucking rip the cap off. This new generation is bitch made. Straight up, fucking bitch made. You kids can't take any criticism. You guys are fucking pussies. You get called a name or something bad happens in your neighborhood and you fucking cry. You cry that you don't get a fucking trophy. It literally triggers the fuck out of me. And if you think I'm gonna raise a kid like that, you guys are baked. There's no way. So When you talk about like showing up for Haley and leading by example, that's literally ingrained in me. I'm going to do everything for that child. I'm going to teach them what it's like to lead from the front. I'm going to teach them what it's like to be a leader, be a leader that people look up to, be somebody that is actually making something of their life. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to wake up and take care of my health so the kid can see what it's like to actually lead by example. I'm going to wake up and take care of my business Be a successful business owner. Work on the things that I actually fucking preach. So I am an example for my kids because let's be real. If you have a family and you're consistently leaning out, folding, bitching out of situations, allowing the bitch voice to run your life, you are literally, again, like Brian said, ingraining that in your children. Dude, and you're like not only ingraining that in them, you're passing on a shitty life, (sighs) bro, across the board. You want to know
0: why? I'm going to be fucking, I'm going to be raw for a second and open up. I'm going to talk about like the reason I made the decision. So first of all, vulnerably, like I had it rough growing up. Like I did, I had it rough, I was the oldest. My mom had me when she was 17. She was still figuring out who she was. And I don't hold any anger towards my mom. And this isn't any like resentment towards my mom. In fact, like me and my mom have smoothed things over, but I had it rough. She had me at 17. I never met my dad. And so growing up, like I always felt like I didn't fucking belong. My mom was never there. So I didn't have anybody to learn from. And like, when she was around, it was like, we were fucking broke. We were getting kicked out of houses because we weren't getting our rent paid. Like I was a constant abuse from the people that were above me. Like I know what it's like to be raised in shitty circumstances. Yes. And so this for me actually like strikes a chord because I feel, I count myself lucky, honestly, like that. I count myself lucky. My mom kicked me out when I was eight and she sent me to live with my grandma. And even though I hated it at the time, and what I now realize is like that actually allowed me to develop myself into a leader, into a man. But I see my siblings sometimes still struggle, struggle for money, struggle with their weight, struggle to get by, yep. struggling on a daily basis yep. because they learn those habits from the people that taught them. They're shitty parents, man. And so like you motherfucker listening to this right now, if you're not making good money right now, you need to wake your ass the fuck up. If you're not in shape, get the fuck up off your ass and move. And here's why. Because you are passing on your generational curses to your children. Dude. You think that just because you had it rough, just because you had trauma, just because you had adversity, that you have the right, that you have the audacity to show up with that low level version of yourself every single day and not on yourself. Like it's pathetic. It is. Straight up. And here's why. Okay. I'm trying to say this in a nice way, but I also just need to be fucking vulnerable. It's pathetic because you could make a fucking difference in your own life right now. You could change your own economy. You could become a better individual. You could be making way more money. You could be in the best shape of your entire life. If you literally flipped the switch inside fucking mind and made a decision that you were going to make it work. And don't think that I don't understand that this is difficult. It's hard, by the way. Don't think I don't understand that it's hard. There are still days to this day that I have a hard time getting out of bed. It's normal. That's fucking being a human being. There's still days to this day where I feel like I'm not going to make it. There's still days to this day where the last thought in my head is the gym fucking crashing in the middle of the pandemic, me losing. My... There's still days to this day that I have those fears that creep inside of my fucking mind. And so I, I see you, for those of you that have been showing up when it's fucking hard, when it's challenging and you're listening to yourself in your head and you're like, it's hard. It's challenging. It's, it's so difficult. I know i know because i live it every single fucking day i know because i came from that trauma i know because i came from that addiction i know because i came from that family so i know what it feels like to go through adversity i feel you but your adversity should not be the reason that
1: you're not successful your adversity should be the strength that you draw upon to turn yourself into a fucking beast dude a hundred percent and like i know that we like we're Pivoting a little bit, we talked about family and we talked about your success and we talked about leading by example, but I feel like it all trickles together. And you guys need to understand this. If you do have a family, all right, I want you to think about this question. I did a video on this and I really want it to sink in for a minute. How can you tell your kids that they can become whatever they want when you settled for a mediocre life? Like for real, let that sink in for a minute because I feel like that's become a thing. Everybody tells their kids, You could be anything, honey. You could be an astronaut. You could be this. You could be this but you've settled for this mediocre bullshit. But I had to, I had kids at a young age. But you
0: settled. But I had to, we didn't have the money to go to university. But you fucking settled. But I, you don't understand, it's
1: fucking difficult. I have three kids. You fucking settled. But I'm a mom of three kids, single, raising them by myself. You fucking settled, period. I don't give a fuck what excuse you have, you settled. You all have the power to become ultra successful. Whether you wanna believe it or not, okay? I feel like me and Brian have said it so many goddamn times, but every single fucking successful person you have ever seen has made the change in their life so they could be that way. They didn't just wake up and be that successful. Even the rich kids that you fucking hate that didn't grow up the way that me and Brian grew up have done something, all right? Have moved through some sort of pain to grow, especially if they've started to build businesses and build better lives for themselves. You guys gotta stop spewing this bullshit story to yourself. And again, lean the fuck in. You all have the power to fucking do so. You just got to stop telling yourself that bullshit story. We all have a past. Okay, we all do. We all have excuses to not push forward. We can all complain about the things that we've gone through or we can realize that they taught us the necessary lessons we need in order to grow more. Dude, because it's like what you're
0: saying is we're talking about the same thing, right? We're talking about leaning in when everybody else is leaning out. We're talking about becoming fucking a beast. When everybody else becomes a fucking sheep, like we're talking about that and that the same conversation has to happen inside of your head because when external things happen, adversity in the external world, the pandemic, fucking the recession, the gas prices, all it's doing is triggering shit that's already inside of you. Yep. It's triggering your negativity. It's triggering your pessimism. It's triggering your self-doubt. And that's why you're not leaning in. It's like, oh, it's it's about to get difficult. I need to conserve all my resources, spend as little money as I possibly can, stay inside of my fucking house, close my doors, hide under the covers, and protect myself from the world. It's like, nah. Open those fucking blinds. Open those blinds, stand up, and open the window and scream at the top of your lungs, I'm the fucking one! Lean in. Lean in. Everybody else is leaning out, and you're looking at yourself in the mirror, and you're like, those motherfuckers are stupid. That's fucking mine. You want to lean out? I'm going to be the motherfucker that's on Facebook every single fucking day resilient with this like optimistic on fire energy. And I'm going to attract clients like magnets because I'm a beast when
1: everybody else is a sheep. Dude, The Rock said it best in one of his videos. He, led, he said, at some point, you just got to be sick of not being number one. That's literally the mindset. Every single fucking day, you need to wake up and be delusional uh, you need to be a delusional optimist. I call it delusional optimistic. Yeah. I fucking love that saying, bro. Like you're number one across the board. Nothing can stop you. Nothing can slow you down. Nothing can throw you off track. Nothing can fucking hold you back. Nothing can actually destroy your economy. Nothing can fuck up your business. Nothing can fuck up anything. You know why? Because you are a fucking beast. You are number one. I literally wake up with that mentality every day. I'm not saying that I don't deal with the fucking bitch voice. I've talked about that before, the bitch voice and the beast voice. The bitch voice tells you to sleep in, tells you to slack off tells you the recession is too hard, tells you the pandemic is just too strong, tells you all the things that happen in your head on a regular basis. We all deal with it. We all have that voice in the back of our head, all right? We all do. And then you have the beast voice, the one that tells you to show up anyways, the one that tells you to get the fuck up when you actually set the alarm, the one that tells you to get the workout in, the one that tells you fuck the pandemic, get to work anyways, the one that tells you who cares about the gas prices, you got to put gas in your car anyways, so just fucking do it and then go get work done. All right. We all have that voice, but I wake up and literally no matter what on a daily basis, I'm like, fucking shut up, bitch. Let's go. I'm attacking it because I got goals. Why? Because I want to be the best fucking speaker on the internet. Why? Because I have 1,500 clients relying on me in fucking peak denomination. Why? Because we have 1,500 fucking members at our gym relying, at, relying on me. Why? Because my business partner relies on me. Why? Because I'm about to have a fucking son soon. Why? Because I'm about to build a family with my fucking wife. I have things that I need to work towards. And a lot of you guys are utilizing the bitch voice as an excuse to give up on your end goals. And you are not only letting yourself down, but you're letting everybody else down around. you. Not only that, you just nailed it on the head. Cole just said, he's got something to
0: work towards. I want you guys to think about something for a second because we've been talking about everything negative, which by the way, this is exactly why most people are never successful is because they're always thinking about everything negative. That's it. What are you working towards? Mm -hmm. Think about that for a second. What are you working towards? What is your goal? What is your purpose? What is your mission? What would you like to do with your life? What do you want to be known for? How much money do you want to make? When your kid grows up, wants to go to university, what are you going to say to them? When your kid wants to go into hockey and it's expensive, what are you going to say? Are you the type of motherfucker that's going to look your kid in the eyes and be like, of course, I got you. I'm the man. I provide. I'm the father or I'm the mom. I got you no are you the type of person like sorry honey we just don't have the money for that that should literally make you fucking ill like that to me like looking at Haley in the eyes and being like hey Haley, i can't actually take you back to school shopping because we don't have the money it makes me, me fucking ill It's my stomach me, bro. especially i'm gonna fucking be rude for a second especially knowing that you could make a fucking video on your tiktok right now that could go viral And could get you thousands of dollars. Yeah, Like you could go viral and you could sell some sort of product or service or offering. And it doesn't matter what you want to fucking do. My friend, Brendan Lund started a clothing brand literally three months ago. I don't know if I told you this. Made 25 grand last month. There we go. Started his clothing brand three months ago. So what I'm saying to you is that your entire reality, everything that you have in your fucking life right now is created by you. Guys, I'm going to even go like intense for a minute. I view the economy, the recession, and the gas prices also as my fault. This is all created by me. And because it's all created by me, I'm like, oh, well, I got to fucking find a solution to these problems. So, like, rising gas prices, that's my fault. So, instead of me being like, fuck the government, I'm like, I'm going to make more money. That's That's fucking it. My life is my responsibility. The whole thing. The shit that I love. The shit that I don't love. No matter what. And so, when everybody else is bitching about the shit that's fucking outside of our control, me and Cole... I like, yo, let's go all in. That's it. Let's invest more. Let's find the mentor that's at the next level. Dude, that's literally yeah, it. Let's fucking call him now. Be like, yo, we want to come see
1: you immediately. How do we enroll in your fucking program? Give me, like, take my money, please. I listened to a podcast and there was a Navy SEAL talking to one guy. I don't remember his name, but you guys will be able to find this if you look it up on YouTube. And he asked, what's a 30 second trick that will help you with your business and help you with your life? And the guy said instantly, the Navy SEAL is like, write down everything that's in your mind that you're worried about. I right, write it down on a piece of paper. And then just cross out all the shit that you don't control and focus on the shit that you can This is what you guys need to do. Mm. Like, let's do it today. Right now, pull out a fucking pen and paper. All right, if you're driving, fucking don't do this. Don't look at your phone, please. But literally look at a piece of paper, pull up your fucking phone, whatever the case may be, and write down everything you bitch and complain about and are worried about on a daily basis. Gas prices, inflation in houses, inflation in groceries, all that shit. And then... Cross it all the fuck out. Do you own the oil company? No? Then stop complaining about gas prices. You ain't going to do anything about it. All right? And so on and so forth. Stop bitching about that stuff and focus on what you can control. I do the same thing. I literally, guys, and again, I'm not, we're not saying this to be cocky, but legit, gas prices, I haven't even noticed. That stuff, I haven't even noticed it at all. Why? Because I'm just focused on making so much fucking money and impacting so many fucking people that this shit ain't even on my fucking radar. It's literally not. My goal is to impact generations, all right? And based off of how I was raised, let's bring it back to the family stuff. I want to make so much fucking money that thinking about spending money on shit never affects me. I never want my son to even think that we might not be able to buy something. I never want Julia to think that we can't afford something. The thought of that makes me sick to my stomach. Like when Brian was talking about not being able to buy shit for Haley for back to school, like I actually have a pit in my stomach because I remember what that shit felt like. I remember being broke. I remember what it was felt like to be poor. And it fucking was disgusting. It makes me emotional. Like it actually triggers me. So I'm not going to focus on any of this bullshit. Fuck all of it. I'm going to be focused on my purpose and I'm going to grind so I never have to think about that shit. I don't even need to look at the gas price. I'm going to fill my fucking car. I don't need to look at the price of groceries because who the fuck cares? So do my kids. So does Julia. I don't need to look at the house prices. Why? Because I just need a fucking place to live. Let's fucking buy it. I'm not worried about that shit. I'm just worried on grinding. I'm going to be straight with you. If you're shopping around for the fucking best
0: deals on groceries, you're fucking up. Fuck yeah. Instead, you should be shopping around on self-development fucking courses to level yourself the fuck up to become the person that you were meant to become. Agreed. Instead, you should look at yourself in the mirror and stop settling for a mediocre life when you were destined for more. You're Stop settling. You think that like God gave you a, the gift of life for you to just settle for fucking mediocrity and be okay with getting scraps? You think that God made you with this like unlimited power for you to just get a fucking SERB check from the government and sit at home and close your fucking blinds and complain about the gas prices? It like, I'm so glad we do these podcasts because I actually get to get out how I perceive the world. Like guys, like you have full fucking control. Trailer park, addict background turned multi-millionaire. What the fuck? That's what I talk about all the time. I'm like, do you understand that it was only eight years ago that I would drive my grandma's fucking little Buick into the trailer park, park my fucking car, and sleep in her spare bedroom, and I was an addict nine years ago. That was nine years ago. Now, I live in a 6,500-square-foot mansion, fucking 20,000-square-foot gym, making millions of dollars a year, living my dream life, mentoring fucking youth in nine years. Your life could be drastically different if you stop making bullshit excuses. Lean the fuck in when everybody else is leaning out.
1: And let's just touch on that, all right? I'm just going to echo it. My house is 5,000 square feet doing the exact same thing. The only difference is mine was six years ago. I was living with my brother in his spare bedroom, all right? I never actually had my own fucking place. I was always couch surfing or living in spare bedrooms until I met Julia. But six and a half years ago, I was addicted to Percocets working as an iron worker. And now again, mentoring youth, making millions of dollars a year own a 20,000 square foot gym. You guys get where we're going here? Lean the fuck in. We're not telling you this shit because we don't understand it. We've lived that fucking life and we know what you can do if you step into your own fucking power. And we're not also telling you shit that we're
0: not fucking doing because we're actively doing it every single day, which is why we're successful. Exactly. We're just throwing you a fucking, we're throwing you the ladder
1: and being like, hey, this is what the fuck you need to do. Not even just that. We're throwing you the ladder. Like, ask us fucking questions. We're here to help. Guys, all of us can be successful. All of you, all right? I even want to, like, I wasn't going to go in on this, but I'm going to fucking touch on it. This is a very sensitive subject, all right? But even the God thing, I don't even know what I believe in, but I believe in myself, all right? I don't look at any other outside fucking inspiration or motivation or destiny or anything. I just know that I can do anything I fucking set my mind to. Yep. Anything, all right? I make my own fucking destiny. If I lose my success in the future, it was because of me. If I see ultra success double the fuck down, it was because of me. Nothing else. No one or nothing will determine my fucking life. Just me. You guys can do that shit too. You just got to lean the fuck in. That's it. We're going to end it there. Subscribe. Where do they find you? Wake with the Wolf podcast. Call to Silva on fucking everything. Let's fucking go. Lean the fuck in. Ah, stop being a sheep. Peace.